0: Welcome to Behavioural Alignment. Today, Wednesday the 19th of October with me, Samantha Young-Fielding. Have you come across Brené Brown? I love her work and recently she's been talking about the great awkward. Is this something that you've heard about? There was the great resignation and the great awkward sort of follows on because it's the situation that many people are finding themselves in trying to get back to normal. Everything feels out of whack and quite a bit awkward. So I wanted to talk today about the process of normal. How does something actually become normal? What is it that we believe is normal and where do we look for our normal? It's an interesting question, isn't it? Because normal tends to be something that we don't really notice. It's what we take for granted. It's what seems to feel natural. And so for normalisation, we tend to look around the environment for signs of what others are doing. We tend to check in the past for examples of what has happened then and we'll go inside and decide what suits us personally. Because what we're looking for with the normalisation of behaviour is something that we can easily practice and repeat. And that ease is really important because with normalised behaviour, it feels comfortable. It's not necessarily healthy, but it feels familiar. And there is an acceptance side around normalised behaviour. There's a belonging, there's a safety in numbers. It's acceptable. It feels accepting and we feel accepted. Whereas at the moment, if you've had a look around yourself, you've probably noticed that a lot of things are upside down and people in particular seem to be really raw, reactive, very sensitive and just able to snap for almost nonsensical reasons. It's almost like life got so real that we just don't know what to do with it or with ourselves. So I thought I'd talk a little bit today about how the process of normalisation is used in the field of therapy with people who traditionally have got challenges that they feel are putting them outside the norm. And so a therapist would use normalisation to help their client to understand that actually what they're doing is Acceptable, but more importantly, it's within the range of normal functioning. And when something is in the range of normal functioning, you can experience it without distress. Probably in the beginning with less distress, but over time without distress. Because we're aiming less to understand the behaviour, but more to appraise it. And be able to empathise with it. So let's take some classic examples of behaviours and other conditions where somebody might be wondering if they are entirely normal, if their responses are kind of fitting in with the norm and if there's anything that can be done differently. Have you ever come across somebody who has obsessive hand washing? During the process of understanding what's going on for somebody who is who is obsessively hand washing, the therapist will normally validate the person's process. I.e., they will talk about what's going through that person's mind when the hand washing is taking place. So let me give you an example. I've had clients who've talked to me about the fact that they consistently wash their hands because they feel that there is something upon their hands that could damage others, that they could pass on a germ, even poison to others who are around them. So once we can empathise with that, it's easy to say, well actually, that's something that I can totally understand would mean you're, you're wanting to consistently wash your hands because that is what you're experiencing. So we use the process of normalisation to validate what is going on. But also, once we're able to start talking about what is going on as within a range of norm, of normal functioning... It reduces the shame or the stigmatisation that the person who is having that experience is feeling. So let's take another example. If you have epilepsy, there's a huge embarrassment to suddenly finding yourself recovering from a fit with a crowd of people gathered around you wondering what's going on if they've never seen anybody having an epileptic fit before. Knowing that a fit can come upon anybody at any time is one of the ways that a therapist or other medical expert will speak to somebody with epilepsy to help them to understand that actually it is within the range of normal functioning for all human beings. And once you are able to reduce the stigma that you feel around your personal experience, it also will enhance your self-esteem Improve your coping mechanisms and can also reduce what's called secondary behaviours. Do you know anybody who gets anxious about being anxious? Because that's what's called a secondary behaviour, same as depressed about being depressed, or somebody who is withdrawing, then withdraws even further to the point that they are socially excluded rather than making the choice themselves to withdraw. So one of the ways that a professional may use to talk about um, a normal experience within the range of normal is to share their own experience. It's called a personal disclosure. And you'll often hear me talking about what's gone on in my own world because it's one of the things that you yourself may be able to relate to. So for example, today I shared on social media a beautiful cartoon that I'd come across that's around the idea that at the moment our hearts are feeling so overloaded with past trauma, stress, other difficulties that when anything small arises in our world we can literally feel as if we're flipping out and to others even to ourselves that can seem like a total overreaction now personally i'm a highly sensitive being and so i find it very easy to overreact Uh, to feel oversensitive about things. But I actually, when I posted this social media post this morning, I was interested to see that one of my friends in the UK actually responded and said to me, yep, a lot of people are saying at the moment, be very careful what you say to me because I'm on the edge. And this experience of being on the edge is something I think that we can all empathise with. Now, we might not be able to actually understand why an individual feels on the edge, what the threat is that has pushed them to that boundary. But most of us can really get that we are at a point, at some instance in our lives, when we can just snap for nonsensical reasons, because the tiniest thing will just push us once too often and a little too far. So with normalisation, what we're aiming to do is to help anybody who is experiencing things that they feel awkward about to do whatever they have to do with less or no distress. Because awkward is a sensation that we've all come across Everybody has had this at some time, and there's so much more of it around at the moment. So, once we're trying to figure out how we normalize moving forward, there's a lot of reasons for awkward. Because I said that we would look to our environment for signs of what's happening with everybody else. Well, that's a bit awkward, because awkward is what's happening with everybody else. We often look to the past for examples. Well, again, if we look at how the world has functioned for the last two years, it's hardly been normal. And then if we go inside to see what suits us personally, we're not necessarily getting the full blown answer straight away because of this rawness and reactivity that is in us as well as being all around us. So we simply need to give ourselves some grace and whilst we're dishing it up for ourselves, share it out amongst those around us. A little bit more empathy I believe could go a long way to helping us all move forward in this very difficult situation because do we really want to continue in a world where feeling distressed, upset and awkward is our norm? And if we don't, then we need to find some alternatives. Those alternatives that feel more comfortable, that are easier to live with, and where we're all safe and to some degree that we feel accepted and belong. Now, for the moment, it is a topsy-turvy time and we can't just flip this overnight. It's very challenging to figure out what we're going to normalise moving forward. But little by little, if we take a deep breath, if we look after ourselves and extend grace to those around us, it is going to become gradually clearer. Because the one fabulous thing about behaviour is that a lot of it happens without us really noticing. Lots of our behaviour is quite honestly unconscious. So I'm drawing this to your attention to help us all to help one another as we gradually begin to gently fall into new practices, different alternative ways of moving forward and find the things that we enjoy repeating so that we can put in place the things that are going to help us all to move through and to normalise some excellent new activities new feelings and new behaviors. Have a fabulous week of empathy for yourself and for those around you and I'll catch you again soon.